Crazy. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, Tom? <laughs> how you doing? Not bad. Not bad. How you doing? Were you, str- you struggling? Yeah, man, this technology shit. I'm gonna... Hey, there we go. There he is. Got the long, got the long version now. There we go. No. There you go. There you go. You're never gonna have to figure it out again. You're on it now. Yeah. <laughs> this is raw and uncut. I was driving. I don't even remember what I, what I, how I even got to it, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I had to ask the wife. I was like, how do you get? How do you get? He's like, he's got to send you like an email or something. I'm like, oh. Right. Yeah. This cool. is my cousin. This is my cousin Dave here. John. John Cox. Oh, guy lives over here. Our kids go to school together. Nice. Yeah. Small town. Uh, they were. They were going to school together. <laughs> were. John, hopefully, yeah, is going to. I think. I think I unfucked this thing. I think we're good to go now. So. Good to go. I think. Uh, that's all right. Well, look, whatever. Turn that fan on. We'll get that thing spinning in the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, record video too i was like shit yeah 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 oh it's all right it's all raw it's this is genuine fucking just Fuck. just sending it i was thinking about putting up like a board like getting like a backdrop going i'll hang like a jersey or something by yeah there. there you go get some makeup on get yeah like, eat rapaport put a on my forehead you know? i have these yellow balls i look like i'm at my grandma's house like this <laughs> guy in the hood at grandma's house we're all in hoodies, I think. Yeah. But, uh, no, but so I think hopefully John's going to get on board with this, but and hopefully Dave, you too. Um, I want to do like a like I was kind of saying. I think I told both of you kind of, but I want to do like a like a craft brew. Yeah. I want like a like a every week type of thing where like everybody involved try to get probably four of us and and everybody gets the same yeah see that's a oh, yeah, right can't. there man there, it's and i got wine <laughs> hey what wine's a wine's okay oh, I, I ran i ran out of tequila and uh there's bad lights in the fridge and that's about it so i, I was Oof. like yeah i go with the wine Oof. bud light out uh so ladies bag so I want to do like a, I don't know, once a week or every, or like bi-weekly or something like that. Get, you know, because now everywhere, you go to Price Shop or wherever, you can get fucking 10,000 different craft yeah. beers. And pretty much across the state, no matter what grocery store or whatever beer store you go to, you can get the same thing. Like Dave's down in uh, Connecticut. You know, we're up here. Everybody can kind of get the same couple beers. And I'm, yeah. what I want to do is kind of like, I don't, I know what I like as far as beer, I don't, but I don't know like, you know, the, the terminology. I don't know the, the, and I feel like a lot of people are the same way. Like they know what they like, but they don't know what the taste is in it that they like about it. Yeah. Like uh hoppy with citrus right. and a little, uh, you know, oak finish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah shit like that. Yeah. So almost like, a, you know, maybe we get like three different, I think four is probably pushing it for like an for like an hour run through. I don't know. It's about my speed, though. I mean, I, uh, I tell you what, we did. John, you know Justin? Does Justin? Uh, do you guys hear? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I know Justin every now and then, but I mostly go to Sean's barbershop. 
Yeah. Well, Justin, I had him on um, the first, our first episode, like our, our, our maiden voyage. Yeah. I, yeah. I tell you what, I had a few that, that round. By the time I, by the time I was done with that episode, I stood up and went, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not sure what happened there. But, uh, but no, I think like if, if we get, you know, everybody gets the same three or whatever and have a little, have a little taste and thing, talk about it. Just, you know what, who yeah. likes what and see what it's about and you know we could just kick different shit around and pick different beers every week and then john you're you're kind of a whiskey guy right yeah yeah a little beer a little whiskey and do a little, little all the above yeah I see i don't i don't know shit about whiskey but i would like to yeah you know? I'm, i like uh a good a good whiskey or scotch as well for sure you know yeah i like to get into that i like to get into knowing something about that yeah know? Yeah, I drink. I've been getting more into bourbons and whiskeys and stuff like that. But the most times I drink all the expensive shit. The company's paying for it, so I don't. I don't. You know, I, I wouldn't buy it time. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I That's had. Right. Uh, I think it was. Bourbon. Been there. I had bourbon or rye. I think it was like uh, Buffalo Trace. Have you heard of that? Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that, that was pretty good. That wasn't bad. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah, it is pricey for sure. Yeah, I saw yeah. it on like a movie, and I was like. Yeah, let me check that out, you know. Yeah, I recently found out I was uh, a few notches below cool because uh, somebody told me, you know, I one of my guilty pleasures is I like Florida Georgia Line. I'll, I'll admit me too. it. You know, I, Fucking love them. Love yeah, them. I've, been to, I've been to three different concerts. <laughs> really? I swear to God, I love them. I don't feel as bad anymore. All right. No, I love them. I think they're fucking great. I think they're – I, uh, I love them. <laughs> the one, the one friend here in town hates them. Hates them. I'm like, I got to tell you. How? I, 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 I don't I don't know how you don't What's like What's there to hate? They're like a they're like a guilty pleasure, you know. It's like a yeah. it's like a sour candy. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she she's like, oh, you know, I bet you, you you would like their their stupid whiskey too. And I turned out I do like their whiskey, old camp, oh. baby, old camp whiskey. Turns out oh, yeah. I have two bottles of that in my bar right now. <laughs> I got the peach and I got the regular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love it. I don't yeah, know if it's Nick because I love that them too. so much. Yeah, doesn't she, she buys it. My, pe- both my sisters buy it. Isn't she? Is there a pecan one too? Yeah, that's the one, peach pecan, and then yeah. they got the regular original that they oh, came yeah, out yeah. with like last year. Oh yeah. man, I tell you, I tell you, what's worse than probably not liking them is like I don't know them. <laughs> Oof! I have no idea who the fuck Florida Georgia Line is. I will tell you, you probably- what, they. It probably makes you a lot more of a man than uh, than the both of us combined. So yeah. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, it's just I don't know. You, I don't, I don't really country or any kind of you know. I, li- I listen to hard rock and classic rock and some rap. I mean, that's that's pretty much all. You know, Florida Georgia Line is. I love Florida Georgia Line. They're great. Yeah. 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 There's this one coming to say hi. Hi. Hey. Hey. Hi there. Hi. How are you? <laughs> what? That wasn't that exciting for you? Oh, she's playing oh, Matchbox. Oh, nice. Is that that's my, Matchbox? That's my other son. <laughs> she's a badass. Like a real one. Like an actual legit one. Hi. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Oh, hi. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah, Florida Georgia Line. Been to, um, I went to Jersey to see him. I went to SPAC a couple times to see him. And uh, I'll tell you what, they make, they had, 
They used to have um, a guy at the concert. His name was Old Camp Joe, and he was um, just a regular guy, but he was like the the old camp guy, like he was the mascot. And they used to make these drinks that they would put. Um, it was brisk, brisk ice, brisk iced tea or brisk lemonade. Yeah. And they would just mix the old camp with the, with either one of those, sell them to you for nineteen dollars a piece for drink about yay big, and uh, and. Just I would love those and devour those all concert long for nineteen like bucks a piece. Actually. <laughs> I, I don't, I but I love it in some old camp. Yeah, I love it in some old camp. <laughs> nineteen bucks. Yeah, I'm, uh, I saw a meme online the other day. That said that I'm really missing an over an overpriced beverage at a yeah. event right now. You know. Yeah, big time. I don't think we're gonna get one of those. Like, Ugh. I'm so ready time. to spend a ridiculous amount of money on doing anything. I swear to God. Anything. I've been buying on it. I got shit coming to the house every day from Amazon. I've just been buying just random, like, oh, that looks cool, man. Like, let me get that, you know? I, I drive by the cask, order a couple of, <laughs> a couple of margaritas. Yeah, I saw right that. Up. You saw yeah. that video? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, pop, you just drive right oh, up. Yeah, nice. There you go. Oh, there hey. you go. Hey, I'm, I'm too uh, not classy for a for a, a glass although i, I have a, into a can so i have a i have a fuckload of really nice beer glasses yeah yeah a lot of them and i i use them here and there but i got a That's lot probably got a whole like bunch of different eight, ones maybe. i went up to Heine, they're all high all my beer glasses are heineken glasses I got but a couple nice of though, like They got like the raised star and like it's etched like different color and stuff like that. You get the bub- yeah, bubbles like off the bottom. I, got, you know. I, I cannot drink Heineken with a straight face. I think it tastes like horse piss, to be honest with you. I can't, I, I can't I, do it. That's all I used to drink, and I literally can't drink it anymore. Oh, really? Like, I physically can't stomach it. Oh, really? I'm dead serious. I used to drink Heineken. You know that. Fucking that's yeah. all we ever used to drink is Heineken. And I literally can't even. I don't. I just. It's got to be like, honestly, you gotta you gotta drink it like just before frozen. Those are the yeah. best. Like they go down like water. Like it's so good. Like just ice cold, brain freeze cold. Like sometimes you fuck around and crack one too soon, and it'll freeze up on you. But those are like definitely the best way to drink them. Yep. Yeah, I, I just can't do it, man. It's like. I don't know why. I just don't like it anymore. To take, yeah. I don't know. Well, that's what, what happens for a period, man. You start liking different things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to get another one. Um, nope, there she is again. I switch it around some, too. I don't just, like, you know, I'll do, like, Heineken, like, you know, kind of some cold months, and then switch it up. I'll do some like Corona's or some other shit. Sip of Sunshine. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's a really good IPA. It's hard, it's hard to find though. I find that it's hard to find. If you find it on tap, it's way better on tap than in a can, but um, that's a good beer. It's like, I, I never, up until like this past, probably like six months ago. Yeah. Didn't like IPAs. Didn't no. like them. Never drank them. It just, it took me a while to I was down I was down at the local bar down at Crossroads and I was down there and a buddy of mine was down there and um I was drinking their red their brick row red ale that they had, which always 
yeah, I always that's always what I get down there. So I, I, I'm drinking that. My buddy's over sitting there, and he's he gets this cloudy looking <laughs> shit, and I'm like, what the? Like, that shit's cloudy looking. Like that looks funky. Yeah. And uh, so I asked him, I said, what is that? He said, it's called New Normal. Come on. It was a newer IPA that they, that they had come out with. It's like, I said, what? Is that any good? He, he's like, yeah, fucking take a swig. So he hands me his glass, and I'm like, yeah, fuck it. This was obviously pre-corona, like what, way before the corona. I, yeah. take his, I take his glass, take a swig, and I'm like, wow, that's fucking good. In a little while. You can go to bed right now. It works for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and the new normal had me, man. As soon as I as soon as I drank that, I was like, wow, that's good. And uh, I don't think I ever gave IPAs a shot until then. And now that's all I drink. Yeah, Alyssa's brother used to. Oh well, he still does. He buys IPAs all the time, different ones all the time. You know, dogfish, like a lot of different pale ales and different things. Um, uh, you know, he'd be like, here, have one of these, you know, it's like 9%, 10% or whatever the fuck, you know, like, yeah, it's like the aftertaste is like so strong and punching the face. Yeah. But I feel like it's something you get used to though, you know, it's the same thing with like now. a regular beer, right? Like your first sip of regular beer, it was horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah horrible. 13 or <laughs> however the fuck old we were. It was like, God, man, I almost gagged. I was like, how do these guys drink that shit all day? It's like, that's horrible. <laughs> you know? How do they do that for fun? It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's great. Yeah. Now we know. My dad gave me a simple Labatt. That was my first uh <laughs> nice. And I drink that shit like water to this very day. I now I, I can't get enough of it. Yeah. yeah. Hey uh I went to a wedding up in um out in Rochester and that's all my cousin's wedding. That's all they had was Labatt. That was yeah. the thing. Labatt, Labatt White, I think. And that was it. And they fucking love it. They devour that shit out there. Yeah. Yeah. Up until about two months ago, I used to travel a lot for my job. <laughs> yeah. Don't travel as much anymore. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I like to drink uh, local wherever I'm at. So usually I'll, I've, you know, I've acquired a taste for IPAs because, you know, I'm in Ithaca, I'm in Rochester, I'm in Vermont. I love Vermont beer. That's, that's yeah. what I'm drinking. Yeah. You ever had this Hetty Topper? No. I've, I think I've, I've, I've heard of that. I don't, I've never had it, but I, uh, by the end of this, I'm going to be exploring. You need about one, and then you're pretty, pretty twisted. Uh, it's not that alcoholic. It's just like the mixture of stuff in there. It just gets you. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that is what I found is like what I uh, – you know, the IPAs, the high percentage compared to like a regular beer, and they're just smooth and like settle in. You know, it's almost like yeah. sitting next to a – Campfire. It almost <laughs> yeah. like it gives you like yeah. a different kind of buzz, almost like yeah, it's like, like, a, like it's like a smiley buzz, you know, like yeah, like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, like, it, they are, they, they just taste better. That's why no, I think, um, Naughty Nurse is a really good IPA. I don't know if you guys have heard of it or had it. Uh, I've heard of that one. We should probably check that out. Like if we want to, you know, if you want to do that one of these times, yeah. Naughty, Naughty Nurse would be a good one. I think you guys it would like would dig it. It's a good beer. This, this one too. Like we still have like a soft porn naughty nurse in the background. Just to- <laughs> yeah, yeah, for hire. Yeah, <laughs> but this one, I was telling Bob about this one last week. Endless cycle. I've gotten it a few times now, a couple four packs of it, and it's by far one of my favorites that I've had. Yeah. 
to this point, I just real good, I, you know. And it's uh right in cat right. It's uh that Woodstock Brewing Company. Yeah. Right on, right on. You know the Gaskills, and they uh, it's just good. It's crazy. There's so many local breweries now yeah. where it's you know you could get whatever, anything, anywhere. You got such a huge, you know, variety of beer where it's almost like. You know, like early on when it started being like that, I'd look and be like, man, this is slightly overwhelming. Like, I just want to fuck yeah. with you. And now I'm like, man, does that, is that hazy? Is that fruity? Is that like, let yeah. me, you know, let me try something different. I look at, I look at, I look at cans and see if it has like a bright color on it. <laughs> and if it's, I feel like if it's a bright color, it's like a, you know, it's probably a little more like hazy, fruity type of thing. Like, yeah. Maybe a little like citrus. It. Yeah. 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 That, I don't know. Worst part, it's, I've been trying to get sophisticated like that too, and talking to the bartenders and, and beer store people. I'm like, oh, that tastes like a hint of, you know, cinnamon or vanilla. It must be, you know, derived from this, you know, certain. And I, I'm wrong every single every. Single yeah, time. they're like, no, no, it's fucking not that at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like nice try time. though. <laughs> I always ask, like, uh, I'm not afraid to ask, like, you know, like. Um, suggestions for like you know for like for like in brewster like you know when i was over there like the in the, the plaza there was a liquor store and the guy like knew his shit about like different wines and different you know whiskeys and stuff like so i mean he'd like pair you up like if you told him what you planned on cooking for dinner like he'd put you with something that would go like really well with it and tell you like you know the different flavor profiles and stuff like that and he was it was always spot on and i i learned uh some you know quite a bit of stuff from that just picking his brain a lot, you know? Yeah. Um, this is weird. Hold on one second. Oh, shit. Hey, John, how did your, how'd you end up getting the invite from the email? Oh, uh, yeah, it'll be from the email. Yeah. I yeah okay. Because Bob is asking. Bob's asking. Yeah, I got that. Once I finally got the message, I'm like, oh, shit, he's in the app waiting for, like, an invite in the app, I think. Yeah, Which it should be. That should that should be how yeah. it should go. You know what I mean? I don't know why it doesn't. My son never sees it, so he'll just shake his head at me. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah, that's how they all would be. Like, what are you fucking guys like? You old fucks. <laughs> like, I would say, hey, don't hate on me. I was around when the internet was invented, okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, the internet wasn't cool when we were kids. Yeah, because well, it, it really, it really didn't exist. Cool, the fuck? You know, uh, you know how I used to change channels on television? I used to click it yeah. one at a time. Yeah, yeah. And it was hard. Yeah. 13 yeah, you, times, and then you'd be back at stage one, you know? Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Fuck. I'm getting your questions wrong. Why? Why? <laughs> Why are you all in here? Yeah, they have these coins. Why don't you watch television or something? It's just ridiculous. <laughs> I want to say something to the teacher. These, they're I would like asking what these coins are. I would punch it right in the I'm face. even getting it wrong. It's half dollar, and they're showing backwards, and they're showing new coins, and 50 cent coins. And yeah, how many five-year-olds have seen a half dollar? Oh, my God. It's <laughs> in a dollar coin. I'm like, are you kidding me? I got a lot. I got a. I got a lot of half dollars. I actually used to collect them. Now I got yeah. a whole shitload of them. I know, but like young kids are like, you know, you look at that. Like, the fuck is that? 
It's yeah. just a big, it's a big quarter. I wonder if people still take them things. They got to take them, right? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think, it, I think they have to. Uh, they, they take dollar coins, too. I've, yeah. I've used $2 yeah. bills. Yeah, yeah, $2 bills. They have to take that shit. Mm-hmm. John, you ever go up to Lake George for that ice fest? No, I never have. It's something I like to do. I went up there this past year, but it was like, it was, it was probably like 10, 12 below. So it was freezing. But I tell you what, man, what a cool time it is up there to go up there and just bar hop, basically, you know? You know, I'm not from here. I've lived here for just over seven years now. And uh, so I still, and the first thing we did when my wife and I got here was that we had a baby, you know, we had Colton. And uh, so I kind of kept us indoors a lot. And outside of my travel for my job, I never really got to know anything, uh, any culture of of New York or anything. So it's all, I'm starting to kind of, you know, Cole's five years old now he can wipe his own ass. It's like the yep. whole new world. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. Yeah. This new thing. That's, what about, that's, uh, uh, that, have you been up, what about like Lake Placid? Yeah. I, uh, so I sell the hospitals and I have yep. a, uh, hospital by Lake Placid. So I, I've, I've gone and visited that before, but I've never, you know, my son had a wrestling tournament there once actually. And, uh, and that's the only two times really I, I've ever been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lake Placid. I actually, I did a, did my honeymoon there, Lake Placid. Oh, it was, oh man, it's try to go up there a couple, two, three, four times a year. Like even if it's for like a weekend, and it's it's different than Lake George. Lake George is very touristy, and like you know, it attracts a different crowd. Where like Lake Placid, people are there for like certain things. Like you're there for like Iron Man shit. You're there for um, um. Just Bob. What is Bob doing right now? Our cousin Bob? Yeah. Is he trying to get in? Yeah. Bob's always trying to get it in. <laughs> I don't know what his deal is. His old lady ain't having that. I haven't. <laughs> he's, he's, uh, come on, dude. I don't know what else to do. What else to send him? Oh, what? He can't, like, get in? Yeah, I don't know. He's trying to get in on his laptop, I guess. Um, hold on a minute. Yeah, like, remember that time I drafted on my cell phone? That was horrible. Yeah. Who, who was that, Tony Pike? Yeah. And there was another guy, like, Kalea yeah. Polaris or some shit. Yeah. From the same team. They, like, got put in my queue, and, like, I could not get him out of there. I wanted to draft Adrian Peterson. He was there. He's available. And I ended up taking Tony Pike. Tony Pike. He's not Dude, even there. It was one of those hands where, like, like it grabs the screen and you got to, like, move it like that. Yeah. Where the hand, like, closes. And, like, yeah. And, like, yeah. it just – I couldn't figure it. Like, I was like, yeah, that was a disaster. <laughs> I won two games that year. It was both against you, though. That was – cool. Oh, I don't remember that part. I don't remember that part. <laughs> That sounds like some bullshit, but um, no, I, John, you don't, do you do any fantasy football? Fantasy I don't, I, don't I, I try, I've tried a couple of seasons. Uh, I'm just not that into college ball or into pro ball. Where I'm yeah. from, everyone's going to college ball, right? I'm from, yep. uh, I'm from I was born in Lansing, Michigan, uh, home yep. of the Spartans, and you know, there was such a culture about it. Like the whole town goes and they march into games and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, Big Ten football is just, just so huge. So when you're kind of into that, it's, uh, yeah. it's hard 
get kind of a separation, get really into college. You know, in, in Michigan, ever since Barry Sanders left, no one's cared about pro ball. Yeah. It's, it seems like um, – that seems like, like the way. Like you're almost – it's almost your – you're either a, a pro ball guy or you're a college ball guy. Yeah. Yeah, because I have a hard like, time watching – or not watching. Like if it's on, I watch. I mean, football to me is football, but I have a hard time – like, I don't know the schedules, like following it and keeping up with it is, I don't, you know, it's just hard for me to keep up with college football, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so me I, too. I do, uh, I do gamble on, uh, on college football every now and then. I'm pretty good. Uh, pretty good at it. I, I, can, I can pick the winners if I'm following these teams long enough, you know, I can pick that. But yeah. I cannot pick an NFL fantasy team to save my life. But I've, I've lost that shirt every time I do it. So I'm Yeah, I – I, I would love to get in a, into college football because I feel like it's more genuine. Like it's yeah. more – it's less about the paycheck and it's more about like well, – It's heart, more about what I think. John was saying. Like it's like homey. It's like your town, your place where you are and like everybody's rallying behind you and like it's less diva-ish, like less mainstream, like been more like down-earth football yeah. roots, you know, like – Yeah. More of a cult following, you know. Yeah. It's uh, – it's, and the the hits, man. It's what the hits are so much harder. I mean, these kids really, they're really trying. They're young. Uh, they don't have a whole bunch of injuries. They're trying they're to trying to make a them. name for themselves too. You know, they're trying to get seen. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Some of them. Some of them just are. They know they ain't going anywhere. They're just trying to fucking live it up, yeah. send it while they can. Send it. Yeah. And they know that. Uh, they know that that's it. Like that's it. They're gonna. They get to play that one thing that they love yeah. for maybe four years, barring any injuries or any crazy shit, and they're just going. Like, and that's what I mean by like it's it's more heart based than it than it is you know paycheck based. Where some of these guys, a lot of the NFL guys, they get in there, they have two good seasons, and then they're like, "Fucking pay me, they yeah, pay pay me," you know, and. uh that to me, that drives me. That shit just drives me crazy. Where you have those guys, where I do this. There he hey, is. Hey, what's up, fucker? What up? What up? <laughs> this is Big Bob, John. This is Big Bob. Hey, Bob. This is my oh, co-pilot. Um, we were having technical difficulty. Yeah, you were having technical difficulty. Bob, no, do you have this- one dimple? That's a scar. That's not a dimple. That's not a scar. Yeah, it is. It's from diving in the corner of a glass coffee table when I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you like, did you actually dive into it on purpose? Yeah. And then started laughing, and my aunt let me do it because she thought it was funny. Oh, wow. That's, that's I did it more than once. Oh. Wow. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, got, I got scars on my face from glass. I got, uh, I got a bad car accident when I was 19. Yeah. Uh, Me too. Shit. When I was nineteen, same. That's pretty I've been, up. I've been pretty I got glass in my face. Ask Bob. I mean, I've drove probably as crazy as anybody, if not more. So I've I've been lucky on that on that front. I, I think you you were driving crazy once when me and Tom were in another car, also driving crazy. Yeah, Dave's done a lot more crazy driving than I've ever done. Well, this uh, he, is true. he owns that. It's been a long time though. I don't. It's it's been years. I haven't dri- I haven't really driven like that in a long time. Like, well, yeah. now you have a wife and kids. It's different. Yeah. 
I don't oh, like tickets. See you. No, tickets cost a lot of money and shit. You get points and your insurance goes up. Adult things. You don't think about that shit when you're 16. You're just Speaking like, of which, I got a fucking speeding ticket the other day. Oh, really? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Going to Dunkin' Donuts out of 23 in fucking Cairo. Hey, babe. Yeah. Do we have any more alcohol? I got, I got a, I got a 78 and a 55. Well, that'll Whoa. do it. Nice. Yeah, they're gonna seventy eight on twenty three. That's what I said. How do you not? If you're not, if you're not, if you're not doing seventy eight, they're running you over. Here's the problem: this quarantine thing. You're one of the only cards out of road now. You're easy. That's the problem. And then, what's up, Bob? We can't see you. You gotta like aim the camera down a little bit. Better. Oh, there's a giant shirt. I like that. Hey. Yeah, man. We uh. Tom, you're dark. Little light Tom, you're so dark. You you got, little, are your lights you off? Light <laughs> How's that? Yeah. Better? Better? What hey. kind of hat is that? So Forget you, it. Turn the light back off. <laughs> oh, somebody <laughs> get her out of here. Yeah. We don't want that Boston shit. No, you missed me. Hey, Dave, how much was she crying when Brady went to the Bucks? She don't care about that. She don't care about that. Nah, she don't oh, care yeah. about Hello. that. Oh, yeah. Hello. I had to get away from that. Yeah. Right when I first moved Yo, in. We were all watching we were all watching the Jets, Uncle Doug, my dad, me and shit one day at the house, the Brody Lane house, and she comes in, they're playing the Pats, and she comes in with a Pats hat on and sat down and like all of us were just like Are you serious? I cried, <laughs> I left, I went into the apartment and never again did I put another Patriots. Good. Babe, hey, you got you can't I say like, you could like, wear that, just not in front of me here like you can watch okay. it in the other room i know? got it i understood no pads we don't do pads yeah you know she does she's not she's not that big into sports she like you know she'll watch a game with me or something but i mean she's not she you know as far as knowing all the people or being in love with it or anything it's not it's not that serious for her god John's a big The three games every single day. Yeah, I know, but like, I like football. I know in general. you do. I know you like football. That's not what I was saying. That you didn't like football. So you two won't fight. Football. Yeah, 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 <laughs> John's a big wrestler. John, did you you wrestled in college, right? Yeah, I wrestled in college uh, a little bit after. You know, I did. Uh, I had a good career. I retired in twenty twelve. Really? Did, now, did, I don't remember. I think I heard some kind of form of you were you either tried out for the Olympics or you were on yeah. the. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I qualified for the Olympic trials in 2012. Uh, That's in. fucking sick. Yeah, it was. It was fun. awesome. Yeah. There's nothing quite like the Olympic trials, man. It was pretty cool. Um, didn't make it, but you know, gave it a shot, and um, yeah. you know. Yeah, most people don't even get that far. Yeah. It, it, it had to be top seven in the country to qualify for it. So it was, it was no, no joke. Damn. So you were top seven in the country. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah thanks, man. Yeah, it was, a, it was a wild ride. It was just – And now you got the kids. Yeah, you know, I mean, luckily, at the time, it was my job. I was in the Marine Corps, and uh, the Marines actually paid me to go and compete around the country and around the world to, uh, to, to wrestle. You know? Went to Europe. Met all sorts of people from all sorts of countries, and we had a few times. It was uh, gosh, it was just such a blast. Yeah. How, how did that? How does that work with the Marines? Yeah. So you they, know, like, the Marine Corps has a band, right? And people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
band will or eighth and I and all sort of stuff. And they just have a they have a couple of sports teams. They have a boxing team and they have a, um, a cross country team and they have a wrestling team. Certain sports that they let people uh, actually do for a full time job. Some there's some other sports they let let them do like you know part time. Uh, yeah. you know, like, would that be like similar to like Army Navy, like with the college ball or? Is it different? No, uh, no, it's Army Navy. That's like that's like a college itself. You know, oh it's like, yeah, okay. Academy. So they're not actually like backed by Army and Navy. Those college teams. Oh, they are. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, like uh, when I went to, the, I, I did go to the Naval Academy. I went to Navy. Yeah. Uh, you have a Navy, a U.S. Navy, um, you know, ID card and all that stuff yeah. being by the U.S. Navy and everything. So it's all, it's all part of it. It's awesome. Yeah. How do you even get in? How, how, how do you get in? How, like, how does that path open up? Like, as far as like, well, obviously you went to Naval Academy. How does the path open up to go in? Cause I don't think like your typical person would even know that you could do that as a Marine and like have a career as a wrestler or as, you know, a band member or something along those lines. Like you think Marine, you think like you're strapping the fuck up and you're going and, and you're going in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I did that too. Um, yeah. But, you know, yeah. After I got done doing all that, I, they gave me orders to be on the team. And uh, at the Naval Academy, there's, it's actually not, it's, it's not common, but there's people every now and then that we know of that are just kind of always interacting with the team and coming back and doing workouts and stuff. And they're on the Marine Corps wrestling team. And uh, I just knew that was something I wanted to try someday. And, uh, you know, it just, it's all a matter of luck, really. I, I just got kind of asked the question to a few people. They said I could do it, and yeah. I went, uh, went for it, went and did it while I could. It was the last thing I did before I got out. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely and then, awesome. And then the Olympics was after that. Well, that was that was uh, that I did that all, you know, in same, that, same in that, Yeah, because I got out. I got out at late 2012, and that's when I moved here. Was late 2012. Was after I got out. Now it's to me crazy to me to see your youngest kid getting it in on, on the wrestling mat when you guys post the pictures and shit like oh. that. He's so little and like fucking good. It's bizarre. Like it's bizarre to me that like these little guys, no technique. Yeah. He's got the right pedigree. Yeah. Right. True. But, it, but you have like, what do you have? Like a setup, some kind of setup in your basement or something like that. Yeah, yeah, wrestling room in the basement. But I say the biggest advantage to my uh, my little kid is having two older brothers who wrestled beat up on right. him. Yeah, yeah. You gotta learn. You gotta learn to to give it back. You know. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna take some lumps, but you're gonna have to dish them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll be way ahead of the curve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The time he, comes. But the other two, I mean, you got Riker pretty much places like first in every fucking thing that I see him. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's going right along. We yeah, the kid is an athlete. Thanks, man. Yeah, he's got he's got a good he's got a good little work ethic to him. I had him doing a, a bunch of push ups and sit ups and pull ups today. You know, just, yeah. just kind of kind of doing that. Keeping with it, yeah. It's funny because you see, you know, you see the kids because what he's probably what eleven now. Yeah, he's eleven. So you see, and he played baseball with Tommy, and you see, and you and they played flag football and all that stuff. You start to see at that age, like now Tommy's age, where he's you know, he knows he wants to play baseball. He likes to flag football, but he wants to play baseball. Where, like you saw Riker, he, you, you kind of see him like, yeah, he didn't really want to do baseball. But you saw them guys go into the wrestling and, like, just fucking full attack mode on the wrestling. And, like, you know somebody loves what 
doing what they're doing when like they're just down in the basement beating the fuck out of a dummy. Yeah, at ten years old. Like it's wild. It's wild. And there's and really it's cool. And I think John, you've been a big part of it. But um, the in Kazaki wrestling was never a thing, like at all, when I was going to school there. And now it's probably the biggest sport that we have, the most successful program that we have around. And it's actually, and like I said, you've been, you're, you coach, right? The, the, the team. I know you got one kid. What's the one kid? I don't know. More? I don't know what it is, but you have a kid that's ranked pretty high. Right? Or, or didn't he just win some states? I, I, I don't know that much about, you know, how the whole thing goes, but I've been kind of watching the one kid. I think his name's Logan yeah. or something along those lines. Yeah, Logan, yeah. So, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he placed eighth in the state last year. Um, yeah, he's going to be coming back. He's still got, uh, you know, senior year ahead of him next year. And, um, oh, so, oh, I thought he already – I thought last year was a senior year. Nope. So he's got another year. Oh, year wow. Yeah, he was a 113-pound 18-year-old. So Whoa. <laughs> wow. I was that when I was, like, eight, not 18. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I man. I feel like it's, uh, invalu- it's an invaluable thing to, to know anyway. It, it, um, any sort of, of, of combat or, or martial arts, wrestling or, or you know – I want to get, uh, you know, Troy's in karate. I'm trying to get, you know, convince Peyton to get into it. I mean, being able to stick up for yourself or, or you know, not be pushed around or feeling confident in your in your abilities to do so, I feel like is important in life. You know what I mean? You never know when you might need it, you know? Oh, you're right. Like I always tell my kids, like, listen, I haven't really ever been in a fight that hasn't been organized, but – yeah. Everybody knows I'm good at it, so nobody yeah. really mess with you. When yeah, you that's ball. that's why they don't do it. Yeah, you, you, you almost you see a guy walk around with a cauliflower ear, and you're like, eh. yeah, yeah. Might want to not fuck with that that's guy. A, that's a giveaway, man. If you see cauliflower ear, you're like, yeah, that guy can fight, bro. Yeah, right. You see, right, and you see like you see that, and you're like, like you could go through the process in your mind, like he's probably not gonna punch me in the face, but he's probably gonna choke me the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Which was probably a lot worse. You or you might I mean? do it's both, like punching and break your legs, <laughs> break your legs off yeah. and shit like that to put you in some kind of fucking, you know, I mean, I I yeah. I want to get into it myself. Like, they I've got been, a Glover Texera is like a UFC fighter. He's got a place in, um, Bob Wayne went there like for a little yeah, while. He, yeah, he didn't stick it out like everything. No, else but I mean, does, but... I was thinking about going to, you know, take some, um, I'd, I'd like to get some schooling on it, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, in my uh, in my post wrestling life, I've I've dabbled in jujitsu every now and then, and it's it's, yep. it's I'm I'm not good at it, right? I'm not that. I, there's there's a big difference between tackling people and, and putting them in holds and then choking them out and submitting them. You know, it's two yeah. totally schools of thought. So you know, people are tapping me on some bullshit all the time or catching me in something. It's it's not, it's a challenge. So I, I do. Yeah. It's cool, though. That's one of those things that it's hard to tell. You know, you watch a UFC fight and you see, oh, this guy's a black belt in in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. This guy's a black belt in taekwondo or whatever, you know, kickboxing. Like Muay Thai or whatever. And it's hard to, like, see – like, for somebody like me, it's hard for me to tell what's what, you know, at all. I don't – 
Like, what's the what what's like the real basis of jujitsu? Um, I mean, ju Brazilian jiu-jitsu was derived from a form of Japanese jiu-jitsu that uh, Henzo Gracie, you know, he went over and studied it, and and it was kind of, it was kind of a mix between judo and submission holding, and uh, then he brought it over and, and just kind of tweaked it over in Brazil, and then it became what it is today when it brought over when it was brought over to America, and is now what we commonly know as Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but um. You know, it's it's a little bit of everything. It's mostly more popularized here in the United States is like straight up grappling and strangle holding and stuff like that. But the real hard jujitsu itself has a lot of judo and uh, mixed into it. You usually see a lot of ex judo guys, uh, you know, make their own dojos and, and schools and things like that. Like I see, I I'll go to places around Boston and and uh, those type of guys will be running around. It's it's funny how much the uh, the person who's the black belt in charge of the place has an influence of how that certain school. Uh, you know how they fight it overall. You know, a lot of guys will do a lot of stand up, but a lot of guys like to be on the ground all the time. Just kind yeah. Of, uh, so there's, are, yeah, because that the way I thought of, you know, for the most part, it was like a just that, like on the ground, you know, type of thing. Grappling more more than anything. Yeah. So what's that? What's the standing up part of it? Like, what's the? Well, I feel like standing up is, you know. Uh, I mean, obviously, you you know, he would know you would know more than me, but I mean, like, it's real, you know, kick, throwing hands and, and legs, you know, and like uh, when you're on the ground is more of like when you're trying to, you know, get leverage or different, you know, you know, full mount or whatever the fuck to, to try to get the upper hand on, you know, what you could do uh, with that guy or or to try not to get yourself into a, a, a horrible position while you're on the ground and just get your head beat in from up top or whatever, you know. But, yeah, like you'll see the the Gracie schools, they're uh, they're really into like combat. They they they'll put uh, you know a bit of fist you know light fisting pumping in there and, and like light kicks and stuff like that to make it more realistic to a fight. Where other schools like focus a little bit more on the ground game. Other schools fix or fix more on the, the judo game. It just kind of depends on what their stuff is. Yeah, I um I don't know. I think I. I I think the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was like, obviously it became real popular with the UFC when the UFC really started to take off, you know, and that was kind of the thing that everybody wanted to, anybody so, was interested in it wanted to. You didn't hear about it before that, and then all of a sudden it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And I think it, so um, who's the guy, who was the guy in the WWF that ran around with the flag? Kurt, I saw Jim Duggan? No. Oh, oh, Jack he, Swagger. Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Oh, Kurt Angle. Now, he, he was, was, a, he was wrestler. a wrestler. Right? Yeah, Olympic wrestler. Yeah, he won a gold medal, I think. Yeah. Is that yeah. – so, Yeah. That would have been – that probably would have – I don't know. He's probably a bit older than you, right? Oh, yeah. Got to be. Got to be. Ooh, yeah. Kurt Angle, he's really old now, man. He's like in his 50s. Yeah, uh, he won He won gold in what, 96, was it? Yeah, oh, I think it was that back in 96. He's got to be at least like mid to late 40s, I would say. Yeah, he's up there. I saw him. I saw him not long ago, like on a commercial on TV, and he was looking pretty, pretty old, pretty rugged. Yeah, he's still pretty jacked for being pretty old, though. Yeah, well, I mean, them guys like that's like they're you know, honestly, like in order to be like that, like it has to be your lifestyle. Like you, you live like that. You you know, it doesn't just go away. I mean, that's you need to live like that to get to look like that. You know? But, yeah. That was that was a big reason why I retired after uh, 2012 because I could no longer 
make wrestling my full-time thing. I couldn't dedicate my whole day and my whole life to wrestling. If you can't do that, yeah. you're not yeah. Yeah. That's like, I don't know. Have you, any of you guys watched the uh, the Last Stand? No. Or the Last Stand? No, Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary. Uh, I see it all. I've watched parts of it. it it's pretty good. That yeah. fucking guy was a, that guy was like off the court as far as work ethic. You, that's a guy that's like in tune with the craft and just. Yeah, every movement he made was to be better. I Ever feel since like he, that was like Jerry Rice with football, man. He off the field, dude. He worked harder than like anybody to be the best. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I well, think. Um, like they said, though, he got cut from his high school team and went from being cut to the best high school it. player within a year or whatever it was. Yeah, that, that was it. That was the buyer. You know, you, you get cut and you're like, "Fuck that!" And you, you know, you you dedicate yourself more, and yeah. you, you know. The lights of fire, and you go all in, you know. From cut to end up being the best high school, be- uh, college, and pro player there ever was. Yeah. 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 I, remember, uh, I remember my senior year of high school. I was number one ranked guy in the state. You know, everybody knew who I was. And I uh, I went and I, I lost this chump. That was, I was <laughs> heartbroken, you know, early on in the season. And I was crying all night, and I, I started writing. Went to my dad's house and started writing about my goals and what I wanted to do. And I passed out. I just fell asleep. Woke up in the morning. My dad, he finds my, he finds my letters. He's like, you know, that's, if, if what you do is, what, is what's in those letters, things are going to go all right. And after that, I mean, I trained. I overtrained. I trained my butt off doing yeah. anything good. I ended up bumping up weight classes to wrestle with a guy who would eventually win the state championship with the weight class above me and beat him. And, I, you know, I really, it really just kind of helped validate that all that hard work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't, he actually beat a guy in the state finals who he probably shouldn't have beat, but I think because he lost to me, and I was able to not take him down and give him some perspective, you know, that, he, that helped him push him even farther and farther. Yeah. You know, so funny how all that yep. – Motivation. Like, I always tell my students, he losses. It's, it's funny how, like, when you see – like, you see a finished product like a, like a Michael Jordan or whatever – and game time, game form, and his prime, or like you wrestling, like you that day wrestling above your weight class and beating that guy, and everybody's in the stands and they're watching and they see it happen, and that's the finished product. You're the finished product. You're you're the result of everything you did to get there, yeah. and that's what people strive to be, right? So, you know, we look at these people and we look at you know the Tom Brady's and the you know, the Jordans and all these people that we, that, you know, a lot of people want to be. Yeah. And, but we don't ever take into account what kind of fucking heartache and just mental and physical ass beatings that they take to get there. And like it, there's a reason why like you made it to the qualifier for the Olympic team. Like there's a, there's a reason that Jordan won six championships. There's a reason for, Know that he was that he was one of the greatest, yeah. and and you know, it's not a fucking easy task. It's not for any of it. No, it's man, not, you dedicate not, your entire life fun. to that shit. You know, like I mean, that's most of it's not like fun. You, most, you know, most of it's not like it's so not glamorous to like to you know because probably the majority of the cauliflower ear comes from the reps that you take not 
in the spotlight. Yeah. Or, you know, the, the reason that you're – that the reason Jordan doesn't miss a free throw is because he takes 10,000 of them. That you don't see. That you don't see, <laughs> you know, to perfect it. And it's like, you know, you can't – a typical person, it's not a physical thing. A typical person, it's a mental thing where there maybe one in a million people can handle that mental toll that it takes to get up, get your fucking ass kicked, get back up, get your ass kicked again 15 times in a row, and then finally you win one, and, and it just makes it all worth it. To go through, you know, most people are done after the one or the two losses. They're just tapped out mentally where, you know, the guy that goes and does something or, or a woman that goes and does something is the mental toughness. It just it outweighs all the rest. The mental is where the physical product comes from. I mean, yeah. where the where the finished product well, comes yeah. from. Instead of quitting, they mo- use it as motivation and not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've met a few, like, really, you know, really determined people, really high-profile people. You know, I've met Olympic champions. I've met NFL players. met pro bowlers. All these guys. And when you, when you have conversations with them and you really get down to it, the co- most common denominator I see out of any of them is when they train, they're willing to take them – make them so uh, so uncomfortable and take themselves to a place that's so uncomfortable that yep. like you said like 99 percent of the world would not be willing to get themselves to yeah, it. right. people who are that that life dedication are able to take themselves to that place that uh, that ended up coming strong in the end well, that's like with um you know you watch these documentaries and stuff like on on seal team six i mean the amount of people that ring that bell and don't actually i mean when you actually make it you have been and lived so uncomfortable and and worked at such a high level and pushed your body to such a high level for such a long time. It's, it's like, that's your nature. Like you eat, sleep and shit it. Like, I mean, that's all you are. I mean, you're at all of that at that point. You know what I mean? It's, it's just preparedness, mental and physical. I mean, it's, you gotta, you gotta go after it. Like with everything that is within you to do it, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's all of sure. everything that you have. Yeah, my uh, my roommate at the Naval Academy was is his Navy SEAL still to this day. Yeah, and, uh, he was he was like that man. He used to be out in that pool. Yeah, out in that water. I mean, I, I used to train with him, and I would quit. Like he was, he was yeah. a monster. He was just this scrawny little guy. I mean, he was probably 150 pounds soaking wet. But man, he yeah. could he could work. He was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you if you've ever like, come across one of those guys. That's yeah. I just called him up not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. I, um, that's the one thing that I always said, if I didn't, like at this point in my life where I like, you know, 28 or whatever or so, if I didn't have kids and a wife and all that stuff, that would be the one thing. Like if I didn't have anything holding me back or holding me down home, that would be the one thing that I would want to do. Yeah. As like fucked up as you know, it is, you know, that life that that you know that day-to-day just getting the shit beat out of you it's just like something like that to me if i feel like it would be so personally fulfilling yeah just to just go through that and survive it and you know come out the other side and be like okay i'm i'm one of the top people on the planet i'm able to survive it Yeah. yeah I watched it, like I said, that documentary, me and my dad, we watched it like a couple of weeks ago. It was a four-hour documentary. And uh, 
I mean, you know, they were re some, you know, some of it was retelling, like, you know, guys retelling stories, that, you know, uh, popular shit, like where they went in other countries, like known missions, like when Clinton was president and some other things. But I mean, this guy, you know, he said, when you, when, when you, when you do the training that they've done, you've been through everything they've been through. And when you're in the middle of like shots being fired and like actual, like, ground like warfare like i mean type shit like he said but he said like you're you're trained so well like you think you're invincible that like you're bulletproof i mean you don't even think about these guys don't even think about that they might get blowed up or fucking shot or i mean they're just like just non-stop just go and they don't leave people i mean the, the shit that was just so wild they don't leave people behind man they went on foot some guy fell out of a helicopter on like a, a mission in afghanistan and uh you know, the helicopter pilot left and the whole crew of SEALs like went on foot to go get him back. He was he was dead when they got there. They had killed him already. But I mean, they went to go get him like they're like, no. And like the upper people, like, you know, people that were, were giving them orders were like, nah, he's he's don't go back there. Like and they're like, no, like we're going like that's not that's not an op. Like we're going there like he's yeah, I mean. Telling me not to go, that's that's not a thing. We're we're on our way already. Like there's nothing you could say. We're going. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why. They ended up fucking killing everybody, but I mean, but they found him dead, which was a bummer. But I mean, that's just yeah. next level. Still bring shit. him home though. All right. so when I was the I was the play I I did end up deploying with the infantry unit out in Afghanistan and we had the special forces with us and everybody has their call sign now. They had the coolest call sign. It was awesome. Their call sign was operator. So like they just they would pick up this is the operator you know yeah like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah and uh, man as much as you know like you like I would love to just like spend some time you know as fucked up as it is like in that in those conditions and just see what those guys go through and what you know you went through and guys over there and it's like you almost. It's almost like a piece, you know, for certain people like myself, I feel like there's like a piece of life that I can't like, you know, something's missing a little bit where like you, you want to, you feel like you can't relate almost yeah. where you want to, like you want to be able to relate somewhat to, you know, certain things. And like, that's a part of me that I would, I would want to be able to relate to like those those guys, those soldiers, those, you know, it's like, you know, you look at them and there's a camaraderie about it. There's a, yeah. you know, it's, brothers, like, a, you know, it's like, like a family. You so many things like your brothers at that point, like you'll, you'll take, you'll take bowls for people and you know that that yeah. guy next to you would do the same for you. Like the shit that you watch, you know what I mean? And it's, you said like, yeah, it's something, it makes you feel like you, you want to be a part of it when, you know, yeah. and now it's like, for us, it's like that time has passed where like you could have been a part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't. We can't even get drafted yeah, now. We're so fucking know, old. <laughs> it gives you goosebumps, like watching the shit or hearing, like you know, firsthand accounts of the shit. Or, or, yeah, you know. I mean, like you said. I mean, any, any. I feel like any military or any, you know, part of any military, like those, those, those are bad dudes. I mean, you, yeah. anybody in any, in any, you know, army, navy. Air Force, you know, and even other countries' militaries, special ops and shit, or not even special ops. I mean, just regular, you know, anything. Like, I mean, those are, they've done shit that 
I'll never do, you know what I mean? Or have the chance to do, or even might not be able to do. I mean, who the fuck, you know? I mean, so it gives you goosebumps. Like it's a special breed of person. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I remember I grew up uh, around police, policemen, right? My stepdaddy, who I lived with full time, he was a uh, SWAT team commander. So I was always hanging around all these badasses. They're telling yeah. all these stories and everything. And I'm like, I don't, I don't be like them someday. You know? yeah. I, yeah. I knew from when I was really young that I that I wanted to have those kind of experiences like that, too. And so, I was, you know, as I was coming up, I just knew that was something I wanted to go for. And that's why it was a big reason I ended up going in the Marines after, after the academy. Yeah. What's uh? How long were you at? Were you there for four years? Is that a four-year? It's uh, five years after the academy. I did. I did active duty. I did it like five and a half, six years. I did about a year and a half of reserve after that, and then I was. I just. I couldn't do reserves and doing doing what I do now is it demanding a time as it is uh, at the same time. So I just decided to move on. How How'd you end up? Because now you do medical sales, right? Yeah. How'd you end up there? How'd that Locked. come about? Very Locked. weird. Wait, yeah. anything about my story is not common. Just so I, trust me, we have a lot in common. <laughs> trust me on that part. Luck and just, just great, you know, you know, just attitude and you know, optimism and just feeling like you can fucking do whatever you want if you, yeah. if you, if you position yourself that way. And yeah, um, you know, I just, uh, I, I ended up just working with this headhunter company who specializes in placing uh, military officers and in, in these really nice jobs and. I just ended up coming across this company. It seemed uh, the pay was all right. Uh, it seemed like a very interesting product. I never sold a glass of lemonade even up to that point. Yeah. But, you know, I just kind of grabbed my balls and, uh, and decided to give it a shot. And it's really worked out. I've been doing this about the same thing, just with different companies ever since. It's been uh, quite a ride. Now, what's the company that you're with now? Uh, they're called BioFire. Bio that's, Fire, what, that's what I thought. Yeah. And you guys are up. So I saw something that you posted about um, getting the uh, – coronavirus testing Oof. trips yeah it's uh oh man it has been tough it's been tough yeah. selling and it's not it's not tough selling and it's tough making these uh decisions of people who can have it people who can't because the supply is so limited you know it's, yeah. it's a, lot of, a lot of drama that's yeah. tough yeah i wouldn't want to be part of that decision no not at all no you're thinking about you know you're there's lives where you're there's you know you know, it's an interesting thing, though, that I don't know if any of you guys follow uh, Gary Vaynerchuk at all, but he's he said something really fucking interesting the other day to me that stuck that has stuck with me since that, like, I think about every day since I heard it. And it was that. How many people? Yep. How many can I turn the TV? Up? There you go. How's that? Um, how many people has has the coronavirus saved? How many lives has it saved with the restrictions that we're under? And in simply a lack of um, car accidents alone. Or like, yeah. what's up, or, dude? You know, what's up, Troy? Um, that is house. And uh, like to me, super, super interesting perspective on it. Like, yeah, because travel's like, down 80%. Anything, like stabbings in the park. Like, I mean, no one's anything. Outside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you know what the really like all kinds of shit, you know? You know what the real, the real crazy part that he added to it was that if you think about like 
if the coronavirus happened two months earlier, like it got discovered two months earlier and we shut down back in November, like Kobe Bryant would still be alive. Yeah. Yeah. And like countless other people that had that were going to work or going to the store or going to a, a bar or coming home from a bar that would not have gotten a car accident and crashed or a helicopter accident and died. And how many of those people like would still be alive and how many people are still alive now because they didn't go to the bar. They didn't go. Yeah. Cause they haven't the worked wall. in two months. So they haven't been out on the roads or. Right. That's a stat you'll never, ever be able to figure out. You know, that's a number you'll never have. But you will because, you know, you think I mean, about you can, you can base it off of previous, you know, percentage of people that die daily, but. Right. You can, you, you can take. You can get a, it. There's an average of people that die in car accidents every year. There's this an average. Me up like we're talking about all this heavy stuff. We got your cousin in the back. Like, I know. I've, like dragging kids across the room. <laughs> Look, he muted him. I, mute, I muted him. No, oh, I muted, muted him. him. Yeah, he was oh, getting, he was getting crazy over there. <laughs> it's funny looking at his screen where it just says Alyssa. Alyssa's like, you <laughs> muted me? You better not mute me. <laughs> you can come back. And he's back. Wait, hold on. Did I mute him? No. You, uh, you, you, oh, muted, you muted Here, John. Back. No, but you muted John now. Oh, did I? Yeah. Hey. Oh, he's back. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, That's a rookie yeah. move. Yeah. Rookie move. Rookie move. You know what? It's real, though. So who gives a fuck? Yeah. That's all I want this thing to be is just real life, real talk. Fucking cool lady laying in the bed in the background. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, real, that's character. There, that's character. On the You've been on the camera. Hi, camera. You've been on the camera the whole time. She comes in like trying to figure out fifth grade like word problems and stuff. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It's just real. It's genuine. You know. It's and that's that's the idea. Like we, uh, me and Bob have been talking about starting a podcast for years. Yeah. Literally, more more so based around sports. But there's a lot of those. You know, there's an oversaturated amount of sports podcast that this one's gonna be a little bit everything yeah. wine beer food food let's talk about that for a minute dave is a fucking phenomenal cook he's pretty good at it he discovered Real how good, good he is at fried chicken in his quarantine i'm not you know i'm not a chef because i have no uh training but i'm i can cook pretty damn good like yeah, a motherfucker like a motherfucker so we're I want to try that fried chicken, except uh, yeah, me too, we're dude. under quarantine. Oh, so bad. Man, so bad. What, like, I've had a lot of fried chicken in my lifetime because it's like seriously like top three for me of like a favorite food. Like I like, yep. you know, steak, crab legs and, and you know, fried chickens like right up there. And uh, this is like, like the top fried chicken I've ever eaten in my life. And I made it. So, I mean, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Good. good for you, man. We all got our specialty. Like I, I feel like that about venison. I may, I feel like nobody makes venison better than I do. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. I love. So it. when this quarantine is over, we're gonna have to get together and everybody yeah. make this, their best dish. Then yeah. we all win. Deal. Yeah. Well, I don't have a best dish, so you guys can make you, your best dishes. You bring the boots. <laughs> I'll eat them. I'll bring you the have, boots. Yo, you have Mom Dukes make like some mac salad. And mac salad. 
Yeah. Mac salad. <laughs> I'll bring you guys with me while I go get another beer. I'll put myself on mute. Yeah, that's all right. No need to mute. Tell, tell Melissa you say hello. <laughs> I will. Uh, um, no, I, and I, so we're going to do, we're going to do a spot. We're going to do a spot for Davey with some, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out the format of how to do it. Like, I'm wondering if we could do like a, almost like a half hour spoken recipe. Yeah, I could do that. I would definitely need notice though. Cause like I, I, you know, when I've found that, like when you do something like that, you need to prepare like all the ingredients ahead of time. time. You're using onions and they need to be chopped. Like you need to have them in a bowl chopped already. Like yeah. you need to prep. You need to prep. But I'm yeah. using, doing whatever. Like it needs to all be like, like a cooking show. When you see it on TV, they just are like, this is this and this is that. Like you just, cause it's already done. Like you got to kind of have everything measured out and ready to just cook it or else it takes an hour instead of, you know, 20 minutes or whatever. I mean, you, you need yourself a sous chef that just sits there and chops your vegetables for you. He's well, got one right behind have, But, like, it's behind him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where is she? We're going to scare her? We should scare her. We should sneak up on her and scare the fucking shit out of her. Real life. Real life shit. What's <laughs> up? What do you got? Food? Don't give her a heart attack, though, because we'll all go down for that shit as accessories. <laughs> I didn't say scare anybody, just for the record. So, I'll, I'll she got, oh, she got pretzel, pretzel flats, pretzel flats. Dave pretzel said, I'm, "Dave said I'm safe." I didn't, yeah, you know, I didn't say to scare anyone. Yeah. Oh, I That's need true. a beer. Don't scare anybody. Yeah. He's got a couple. Oh, Labatt Blue. Well done. Oh, I, sh- I shall return. Bob, are you drinking something? About to be. Hold on. I'll be back. Uh So uh, later on, ten o'clock, I'm I'm doing another um, podcast episode with a with a buddy of mine from um, Los Angeles. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a plastic surgeon. He worked with my wife in um, at Albany Med. Original, like, how do you do original any kind of chip? Original should be outlaw any kind of chip. Are you talking to me? Yeah, that should be outlawed. Any kind of original chip that doesn't have a flavor should be outlawed. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Original how everything you, is my favorite. How do you original eat Lay's potato chips, like original pretzels, original. I'm not a flavor guy. I don't like all the flavors. Except yeah. Pringles. I like flavored Pringles. I don't like the original Pringles. But everything else, I like, you know, original. You can't set a baseline without original, baby. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah, I like original yeah. Slim Jim. I mean, original every. I like original stuff. I'm an original I, guy. There's other kinds of Slim Jims. Bob, what do you got? Juicy. Too juicy. Too juicy. Too juicy. What is this? I think it's eight point two percent. Yeah, eight point two percent. Well, you need some shit like that, Bob. You're like six eight. You know, you need some. You need some nine point seven. True. True. I remember when Bob discovered eBay 12 years ago and realized that he could get his size 18 shoes. East like, Bay. East Bay. East, or was it East Bay? Bay? No, it wasn't eBay. It wasn't East Bay. East Bay don't sell size 18s. Yeah, they do. Maybe they do now. I remember, as a, eBay. I remember as a kid, I used to look through the catalog at all the stuff that I wanted that I couldn't buy. East, eBay was where you were yeah, buying. Yeah, I did buy like, something on there, too. 
yeah, cheap, like Nikes for like 20 bucks, size 18, because I knew there was only like seven people in the world that would buy them. Size 18? Yeah. You, you shop in the same place as Shaq? Like, that's unbelievable. Yeah, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm 6'8", 340, where, with a size hey. 18 foot. Big Bob. Holy Big smoke. Bob. Big Bob. Yeah, that's his name. <laughs> I was thinking about changing his name to Little Bob. What do you think? Little Bob. Littlest yeah, Bob. Like, Some I like people call like nicknames. Those are the best. Those are funny. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucked up. Yeah, who the Bob. fuck calls me, who calls me that? In. Manly's wife there. Yeah, Littlest Bob. Yeah, Littlest Bob. <laughs> Tiny Bob. Do they have flavored pretzel crisps? Yeah, like parm yeah. garlic pretzel crisps. They have. Buffalo, Buffalo Ranch. They got um, habanero something. They got That's a bunch all. of malarkey. That's what that is. That's, That's, malarkey. Malarkey. That's a good word. Malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> the it's starting to kick in. I'm getting loose. Look out. Look out. Look out. We might cook something. Right, right damn now. Davey, what are you drinking? Fine, Bob. That's all I got, bro. You've run out of everything else? Yeah, we had – I bought two bottles of 1800 yesterday for, uh, you know, Cinco de Mayo. Go on. As Tim, would, as Tim would say, Cinco de Mayo Day. It's Cinco de Mayo Day. Oh. Like, no, bro, it's just Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> you don't have to say day. Yeah, no. But he still does. <laughs> so, That's yeah, imagine, two bottles imagine, of 1800. Imagine Cinco de Mayo landing on Taco Tuesday. It did. I was all set up. I went to the cast, got margaritas. Yeah. And then, then we went out to Connecticut instead to look at a dog. Hey, Cinco uh, de Mayo falls on Taco Tuesday, but it's ruined by Corona. Yeah. Yeah. True. Nah, not really. You know what? How fucked up is that? You know what? You know what? My opinion. I do not mind our current situation. I'll tell you one better. My life much. does not change. <laughs> My life has significantly changed. My life has not I've, changed at all. Like, I've, I've realized a lot of – work around the house, and I still mow lawns and do cleanups and shit. I've realized shit that I literally don't need. Don't need to do. Don't need to – like, it, it's almost – it's I don't know. It's a weird thing for me where I'm, like, content. I, I can still Good sell night. shit on eBay. Good night. They saw those. No, I can uh, I can sell my shit on. You know what's funny? I was telling Bob last time we were doing we were on this that I could tell when the stimulus checks came to everybody because my eBay collection fucking cleaned out. Oh no, Cause, uh, yeah, because oh, he had yeah. to go restock his eBay instantly. It was instantly. Everything so like I had stuff on there that hadn't sold in a while. Like I, like I just I like the. Sell shit. I don't care if it's like for. I don't care if I make like eighty like cents on shit. something. Yeah, a lot of people do, and I like to sell shit. So yeah. I just sold some shit today. It's just fun for me. I like it. I enjoy it. I yeah. just like it. You know, I like taking something and being able to sell it. I'm completely opposite. I sell stuff for a living, and I hate, I hate selling stuff. I usually most stuff that I put online, I just put it for free. I'm like, just come pick it up. Yeah, yeah, come take it. I just don't want it anymore. Get it out of here for me. Yeah. Hey, from now on, just hit me up because I will take your free shit and I will. And then he will sell it and make money. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I don't care if it's like something that's fucking worth five bucks. I was. I don't care if I spend fifteen bucks in gas going to pick something up that's five bucks. Just the excitement of selling something on eBay for me is exciting. That somebody wants something that you have makes me happy. Alyssa is selling shit all the time. Yeah. uh, Makes me happy. The marketplace shit and stuff and tag sale sites. 
like web tax sale sites. She's on there selling all kinds of shit that we got laying around the house. Yeah. Um, you know, extension cord, two bucks, who wants it? Like, you know, the, the, the average household probably has a thousand to two thousand dollars worth of shit that you don't use, don't need, don't have any use for whatsoever. Dude, never going to touch. If I went through the boxes in my basement, I could probably have thousands of dollars worth of shit. Just it just sits there. Right. It's been so, there since we moved in here. And you know what the thing? Know what the funny part of that is? Is that the less that people make, the the less that people make, and the the more impoverished they're leaning towards, the more shit they have that that they don't use. That is like a status symbol. That is. You know that they bought to to take a picture of, put on Instagram, or you know whatever the new sunglasses that were, you know the cool thing and this and that. The the more and then you get yeah times like this, you got the coronavirus and people are out of their jobs and things like that. Now is the time to go and say, you know, get a little humility about yourself and say, did I fucking really need those sunglasses? No, but I bet you some other dumbass will buy them. So let me grab those. And Throw them on eBay or throw them on Facebook Marketplace or wherever and sell them. And then I'm not so in such rough shape when I sell that $2,000 worth of shit that, you know what, it's not that cool to me anymore because now I'm about to lose my fucking house. So it's, yeah. not that, it's not that cool anymore. Like I don't need to floss with the fucking, with the, the bucket hat and the, and the sunglasses on Instagram. I need to make sure my kids got a place that don't get rained on, you know, and that's, and a lot of people won't do that. Like they just, they won't do it. They won't go in the back room and be like, when the fuck did I buy that thing? And when, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Let me see what it goes for on eBay. Oh, it goes for $60. There's fucking food for the next two days, three days. You I've know? seen multiple things about um, selling things or people who hoard things. And it says like, if you don't use something or wear something, no matter what it is, get rid of it. Within six months, you should get rid of it. No, let it here. No, they say they say they say six months. Well, like if you we, didn't know, well, that's close. If you, didn't, if you haven't season. worn something in six months, it's a season because if it's a winter or summer outfit, that's different. So well, give no. it a whole year or two years. All right, so whatever. They won't fight. But I mean, all right. So yeah, say will. a year. <laughs> you haven't used something in a year or two for us. We got shit in our fucking basement or garage that we haven't used in like six years. Oh, you mean right. like the you mean like the four hundred dollar picnic basket I won at a golf tournament like four years ago that just sits in the basement? Yeah, yeah. You should you should sell that. I started I, I that. start I started selling tools, right? I started selling tools and I I had them on like Facebook Marketplace, just selling them like power tools and stuff. And all of a sudden I get a text from my dad and he's like, "What the fuck are you selling that?" I'm like. Because I ain't used it in four years. Yeah. Like, but what if you're good? What if you need to use it? Then I'll buy another one. But right now I haven't used it. <laughs> Chances are, if I haven't used it in four years, not gonna have to use it. Tell him I'll come. Bar- tell him you'll come borrow his when you need one. I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm, with tools. I'm different because you never I, know. That's how I was too. That's how I was too. But yeah. What the fuck? So you had a garage, garage up with tools. Four years. Yeah. yeah. Start selling them off. I can't sell tools. Dave's got tools and lawnmowers and four wheelers and motorcycles. Man, like I walk into like Home Depot or you know what you know Sears back in the day or like. That's how I was too. 
It's like Christmas for me. That's how I used to be too. John, what's your vice? Good. Is there so much? Oh man, I've been buying for for useless shit, especially now with the with the kids. I just bought I just bought a motorcycle. Nice. Uh, I saw that. I did see that. What kind? Uh, it's a little little Suzuki. uh, It's like a six fifty. So is it like a a street bike or like a a cruiser? It's like a little bit of both. It's kind of like a BMW style bike, but you know, not as nice. (laughs) Yeah. It's like it's a, a Yamaha. It's, it's like the SB it's one. Like a, it looks like a Harley, but it's a Yamaha. It's like a yeah. saddle, le- leather bags on the sides and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it, it can see it around, you know. So I've been getting, I've, I've always, I've been biking a long time, but now I finally got one myself. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, my vice, I mean, shoot, I just like, oh, my, I just love motor stuff, you know. I got my boat. I love my boat doing that. Yeah. I love uh, getting on four wheels and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know the uh, the thing that's been that I've been getting has been getting me through the uh the quarantine here and all this shit i actually have been building a cabin out in the woods nice. oh yeah you sent a picture nice. of that where is like, that like like with real like trees and shit not with real trees no but we uh i mean we it's about a half a mile to get to it yep. you know it's a half a mile hike or four wheel you know yeah. or i mean no about we, that like, take all the lumber bring it all into there yeah. have everything all into there you know yeah we, 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 it was, it was weeks ago. It was just trees. That's all it was. And now yep. it, it's a legit structure. It's a lot of work, man. It's a lot it's of a work. Is I know I did a, I did a roof for the first time. I put up yep. framing for the first time. Learned all this new stuff that I never knew how to do. So it's been, uh, it's been quite Which is awesome. I mean, how much, how much of that have you learned off like YouTube? Uh, gosh, no, I just been learning from a, an Italian who happens to know everything about oh, construction. Okay. <laughs> so is that, is that, by your house or a different piece of property? It's about an hour from the house. It's up in Stanley. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. I actually did up uh, the firehouse in West Sand Lake. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Really? No, exactly. Yeah. I drive by yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That's on the main road there. I did all the yeah. site work for that for that uh, when they built that. Oh, yeah. Over in, uh, that was Tampa. fucking 10 years ago, probably. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know. I man, That's hilarious. I'm going back and forth between the campsite. I passed that thing. That's hilarious. Yep. Yep. We actually got the campsite up in Scattercoke and um, not open. Won't open. They won't open it. No? Rensselaer County, the um, the health department won't allow them to open. Yeah, Rensselaer County is tough, man. I, you know, I got my, I have my pistol permit here in Greene County, which is great. To get a pistol permit in Rensselaer County is damn near impossible. Like those guys. Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to get, I'm actually going for mine as well. Oh, I'm about to switch my shit to Connecticut because it's a lot easier to get it in Connecticut than New York. Is it? Yeah, Green County is yeah. easier, you know, than Albany or anything besides Green County, really. Yeah, Green County, you, you got to find somebody you know, and then yep. you get it done, then find like three people you know, and you're good to go. Yep. Yeah, I know hey, a bunch of them. Connecticut's pretty much you just take the course, right, and you're good? Dude, I tell you, it's like it's it's so much different than New York. I mean, it's like a two-day course, and then yeah, I mean, you still got to fill out some paperwork, and like I think you got to wait like a few months or whatever. But I mean, compared to New York, it's like simple. Dude, I said I went to the New. Dude, there was like this thick of a fucking packet book shit. Like you gotta read through shit and fill shit out references like fucking pictures and all like wild shit all kinds of shit you gotta donate your firstborn child yeah but i mean i'm hearing like and i i've heard throughout you know the years that like connecticut was a lot easier 
No, I live here. I just I haven't I haven't switched my license over yet or whatever. See, but the weird part about Connecticut, you have to take an eight hour course to even own a shotgun. That's which crazy. in New York. Yeah, which in New York you could just go buy one. Yeah. I'll shotgun hunt in New York and I'll fucking pistol own in uh Connecticut, you know. But like Dale said, I just want to be able to buy pistols, like our you know, handguns. I wanna just be able to go in and buy one. You know? Put the money down, be like, here you go. I could go, dude, I could go buy an AR-15. I bought them before, right? But you can't but buy just, a pistol. Yeah. Even like a revolver. <laughs> I can't buy a fucking six-shooter. But I could go buy an AR-15. It's just things that make no sense. I mean, I guess because you could conceal one of them uh, and hide it, right? But I mean... If you're wearing a fucking trench coat or something, you could seal about anything you could carry around. Well, Sounds like you've done a lot of thought into this, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> an AR-15 AR is extremely accurate. It's extremely accurate. Yeah. A handgun is not accurate at yeah. all. So yeah. like, Especially very, like a little Colt. You're me downstairs. Six shooter. Yeah. You'd be hey, lucky that way you're aiming at. John, real quick. I know I asked you about this before, but... I saw that the Cuomo thing that you were talking about with the distance learning thing. What exactly was he? What was the sentiment of that? Like, well, I mean, I wish I could tell you, everyone's a little bit. Uh, everyone's a little bit in the gray area about what that actually means. But it seems like, and everything that uh, we saw in the videos and the articles that have come out, like he's talking about, and even our friends who are teachers who are, uh, you know, getting word from their education systems. It seems like uh, they're talking about bringing, like, the, the full school day down to, like, not a full school week, right? So, like, you go show up to school full-time, like, one or two days a week, and then everything else would be distance learning, which is total. I mean, everyone, including myself, is just up in arms about it. So, it's, yeah. it's bizarre. Oof. Weird. That's a That would be a tough one. Yeah, yeah. So, well, well you know, like, the briefing today, he just he said there's gonna be changes, and the Bill Melinda Gates is foundation is gonna be involved, and then there was nothing else. So you know it's a little too early to see what's gonna go on. It you know hopefully the teachers union, which is one of the most powerful unions in the nation, comes in and and puts an end to the whole thing. Which I I think like an hour after he made his initial statement about that, there's already an email out to every teacher in New York State saying don't worry about it. So you know we'll see we'll see what prevails over this whole thing. But tell you what, man, I want my. I think we all, unless they're gonna pay for my nanny, we all need our kids going to school. Yeah. Not only that, the interaction you have as a kid in school is something that's invaluable to kids. Yeah, kids don't care about kids don't care about science. They care about seeing their friends. Right. And that's That's how that's that's how they learn to interact with people in the real world is. Starting in elementary school and being around other kids. Yeah. That that was the first thing my son said when, when the other day when they said no more school for the rest of the year, he was like, am I, I'm never going to see my friends again? Or like, what's, you know, what the hell? And it's just like, that just, is the part. Like, that's just the think part. this is happening now and it's much easier because of things like this we can Zoom. Imagine 20 years ago when we didn't have all this. Suicide rate would be up. We would just be sitting home staring at a television screen all day because we wouldn't be able to talk to anyone. Yep. Not everyone had cell phones. 
Yeah, nobody had cell phones. We'd be using a fucking rotary dial phone on the wall. It was only in one room. Everybody would have to hear what you were saying because you couldn't leave the room. Listen, what do you think about about the school, the new school system? Well, I do feel like they shouldn't go by every state, and they shouldn't go by even for you guys being in New York. I think it's completely different from New York City versus where you live, because it's two different states almost like you there's way it's way too populated in new york city i think they should keep the distance even being outside like my sister is the same way when you're in the city you're right next to people here i can go for a walk with my kids not need a mask i'm not bumping into people i'm not you know when i go to the store yes and with our kids I mean, hopefully they'll figure something out. Like, I don't know if it's going to have to be like the kids get vaccinated, like the flu or what happens. But, you know, it's it's so hard. You want them to go back to school. You want them to associate with their friends and their peers and, and their teachers. You want it to be normal. Yeah. But if yep. we lose a couple of months, you know, it's technically not that bad. Right. But if you start losing, so if it permanently goes, basically from what I've gathered, like Cuomo is basically saying, like permanently, we're gonna. He wants to, or whoever wants to move. Yeah, he's very. A, that's strange to me. I mean, that's bizarre. Why would you even? Some that must have came out of contact. It seems like, or he was high that day, or something. Because why would you say that? I think he why said it. I think he said it two days in a row. How <laughs> about the pe- the parents that? I mean. A lot of parents work. How yeah, that's that, their kids? well. That's the thing. That's the part that I'm struggling with. You know, as far as like, I like I feel like my kids' teachers are doing a good job. You know, the best they can. But at the same time, like I feel like all of a sudden I'm supposed to be the teacher, and like I'm supposed to be, you know, checking all this extra shit, and I'm just like. Like, I think the teachers are still getting paid to be teachers, you know, and it's, they just weren't prepared for this. They weren't prepared for anything of this nature whatsoever. And that's a big, big black eye for the whole education system that they just were not prepared for any of this shit. And and I think they are doing good. I I think they are now. Like the first couple of weeks was tough. They're working their ass. Two kids in the school system two different teachers, two different grades. They're both doing really good. I think they do like, so Troy's in kindergarten. So it's the whole kindergarten is getting the same exact um, curriculum every day. And Peyton's in second grade. She's getting the same thing as her peers. So they're saying, oh, you can go on, you know, Messenger Kids and try to read books together if you want. And, you know, yes and no. It depends on if I'm friendly with the parent, I will do that, you know. But otherwise, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it depends. If we just sit down with the kids, do the work, get it done, every day is different. Some days are good. Some days I'm ripping my hair out and I want to scream. Like, just do the work. And some of the work is weird. I'm like, what, what, what the fuck is this? 
What? You haven't I gone to school like in like third oh, grade. They don't teach math like they taught us math. But I'm yeah. understanding the math. It's more about even. No, I mean, I get it. You look at it for like writing. 10 minutes and you can figure it out, but it's completely different than how I've ever known to do math. Like, I mean, it's like, what the fuck? They've turned math into word problems. Yeah. I don't mind it, though. I don't mind the math. What I do mind is you're telling my kindergartner to think of a problem and, and write about it. And he's like, what? <laughs> That's another thing. My, like, like, yo, Troy in kindergarten is doing shit that I didn't do till second grade. Well, my yeah. biggest, my biggest problem currently right now is that your old lady says kindergarten. Kindy. <laughs> that's my biggest. That's my biggest beef right now. Kindy this current moment. <laughs> she can't pronounce ours. What do you want her to do? <laughs> you said, Thank you. Kindy. Kindergarten. No, See, I need no. to go back to kindergarten. She no, sounds like she Joe, Joe Pesci. Part. That's Joe Pesci right there in Home Alone. Fucking kindergarten. He's in kindergarten. Kindy guy, <laughs> a big potato with some butter. No, I, I, I I'm. She's from, she's first, from Boston. Yeah, so. The no first couple weeks. The, the first couple weeks of the school and stuff was really tough, but it was because the teachers didn't even know like how to use the systems. Like I said, they just like the school system wasn't prepared. Then as they learned how to use them, now they have scheduled face to face, just like this. And they're on there, and they're and they're and they're getting shit done, and like Tommy's doing a report, you know, and things like that, and he's actually doing one on the Boston Tea Party, which is pretty nice. cool. The best but, part um, is like the, the old teachers who like are, this is, technology's new, and they're they're doing all their classes right here, you know, and they yeah, they, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Don't almost like so close. No, yeah, it, it's funny because it's like man. They don't teach you guys how to use this shit at all. <laughs> I know, and like that's like that's that's the future, you know. I mean, technology is the future. Like, I mean, sounds like it's really the future. Yeah, for all of us. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? One one good thing I think is going to come out of this, though, um, when this is all said and done, like I I have meetings with the state, New York State DOT, you know, pre-construction meetings and things of that nature that like. You know, I have to drive down to Newburgh and 10 other people have to drive from wherever and we all go meet in an office. And when you can zoom this whole thing and not have to be there. So, um, like Sullivan County, doing a job for them. In the pre-con meeting, their office is two hours away. They're, you know, a bunch of us typically go there for the pre-con meeting. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, it's a two-hour drive minimum down to Sullivan County, Monticello for everybody around here. Matches. And uh, we did the whole pre-construction meeting in a one hour Google Hangout. And it was it, it was done. We accomplished everything we needed to accomplish and nobody had to leave anywhere. And there was there was eight of us, I think, in the, in the meeting. And I think- For stuff I like think, that, it's brilliant. Yeah, well, I think you're gonna see, like when this is all done, you're gonna see people realize like man we waste a lot of fucking time and gas money <laughs> gas safety yeah. like all this stuff to do all this traveling that we could do just like this now there's things that obviously like need a more personal connection like for you john i think you're still going to be traveling 
Yeah, you know? yeah. It's thinking, I mean, maybe, maybe I won't, maybe people like me won't in the future, you know, it's weird to think yeah. about, you know, I, I, I travel, you know, New York and New England and my companies I've ever worked for, I spend about, I do about 60 to $70,000 in expenses between hotel rooms, gas, yeah. food, the whole thing, you know, entertaining people and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's just, I'm just one guy, you know, except yeah. eight times, hundred people across the world, well, 200 people across the world that are spending that exact same money doing just yeah. what I do. How yep. much money to be able to save just doing this and this, you know, maybe my kids will be doing just more of this someday. And yeah. I, I hope that I think there's the, there's an art of personal interaction and there's a, an art of, of interacting with people and being able to make a deal, but uh, that might go away in the future. You know, we don't yeah. know. I, I, I think the more genuine these things get like this here, we're like, you got a hoodie, I got a hoodie, she's in a nightgown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, the more genuine it is, the the less need for like the face to face. Like, you're face to face. We're all face to face right now. And we're, and we're, and we're, it's a genuine thing. Like, like you're in your, John, you're probably in your fucking bedroom. I'm sitting in the living room. They're clearly in their bedroom. And I don't know where Bob is, but bedroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it doesn't get much more personal than everybody in their bedroom fucking sitting and on you're video able to, chat. You're able to be more real because you're not feeling uptight in tricep. office See, setting. That's it. Right. Tricep. Ooh, pow, tricep. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I never noticed that. <laughs> I do when you, like, beat me up and shit. Yeah. When you punch him in the face. <laughs> no, but uh, you need human interaction. Yeah, for sure. You definitely need human interaction. I think it's more of the unnecessary travel oh. part of it. I feel like, like I don't need human interaction at all. He scares some, me. Some people don't. Some people He's don't. He's scaring me. I'm like, I have to go and be out of the house at least once a day. And this all started. And he's like, wow, this is my normal. And I'm like, I love it, man. Like, I'm like, do you I, think I this like is why you're depressed? Do you think this is why that no, you actually, have like social anxiety yeah, usually, because you're never around other people? Usually, <laughs> makes me depressed. Like, he could like, hunt. He could fish. He could drink. He could still do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. What's the problem? That's not off limits. I mean, me personally, I like to go sit at the bar and have a drink with, and talk to people. I talk. No, that's cool. I like that. There's too, a there's, yeah. there's a reason. I, there's a reason I'm doing a fucking podcast right now. I like to fucking talk <laughs> yeah. to people. Like I, I'm a talker, huge. I can sit for hours and hours and hours and just talk. Hey, but there is no DWI involved in this one. Right, exactly. That's what John said. When I, when I was talking to John the other day, he was like, he's like, so are we doing this at your house? <laughs> I was like, nah, Zoom. He's like, Zoom. Oh, sweet, I've got to drive then. I've got to drive. Friends of ours, like group uh, Facebook message. This guy was like, so you guys want to Zoom later? And I was like, is this a new drug? I'm down, bro. Like, what is Zoom? <laughs> Sign me up. Yes. Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. a new drug. Yep. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's the new normal, man. My favorite yeah. kind of IPA. Well, to interact with each other and, you know, it'd be a little different than being on the you phone. Know. At least you can see each other and it's almost like, Kindergarten. It's almost like kindergarten. Kindergarten. Or the library. Oh my god, you won't let it go. That's how I'm like, it's, there's a there's an R after the B. It's well, we library. we now under we now understand why you know where her tricep is because we know why she beat your ass. Yeah, but 
Then she'll add R's where they don't belong. Like she says. Okay, is this going to be she about says, accents? She says Tom and Donner <laughs> and like Lisa or Soder. <laughs> Do you have an idea? Idea. Oh, God. You're horrible. She's from fucking Boston. What do you want? What do you want? Dude, there still, is a place. It's still in me. I've only been here for 10 years. There is a place. Oh, and now we're New Englanders. Nah, we're that. in Connecticut. Fuck that, yeah. Fuck that, yeah. Are we yuppies? Are we Connecticut people now? Fucking yuppies. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Where are you on Connecticut? We're like right on the border of New York. Like we, we're... <laughs> You realize, like, Connecticut, Connecticut borders New York the whole fucking way, pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, not the whole that, yeah. The whole western border of side. Connecticut is New York. New York. We're just on the border. Like, town the bottom's like two hours. <laughs> You're on the border of Connecticut and Massachusetts. Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Like, kind of, sort of. Half an hour, 40 minutes, you can be in both the places. Pass. Oh, yeah. Not Connecticut, Mass. 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 You could be there. Connecticut is like a little south. You'd have to go. Okay, we're in yeah. New Milford. Like he was, he was asking where in Connecticut. Oh, you're near yeah, like Danbury. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, like Danbury, yeah. Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. So you're like you're you're just by the border. I mean, you're right there. Yeah, so like, we're right there. Yeah. I went to Danbury Fair Mall last night to meet the puppy. Oh, what, what kind of dog you oh I saw a picture. He's, you guys he's getting a Frenchie. Oh, that's where you were in Connecticut? You were at the Wait damn fucking mall? Hold on a minute. John's got something to say right now. He looked like he just got pissed. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm getting a dog in two days, man. Everyone's getting a oh, dog. Oh, what are you getting? Oh, yeah. What kind of dog? Uh, Red Lab. Oh, those are nice, man. I, I didn't even know there was a fucking thing as a Red Lab. No, they're nice, too. Yeah, beautiful dog. We're, get, we're getting a French Bulldog. No. Are you? Oh, roughly the most, roughly the most expensive dog on the fucking planet, apparently. What's it like? Four grand? Um, roughly. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, they are. are. you Kidding me? They're like four are you, grand. Uh, PayPal credit? <laughs> no, they're a lot of money. It's fucking stupid. I don't. Yeah, know. Like, but everybody, it's so cute. I hear like I hear that they got like a lot of like help. Like help no, me. they do get some skin issues, but they're not unhealthy overall. Wait a minute, uh, how are you guys months. getting dogs? Because my mother's trying to adopt a dog, and all the places are telling her that they're closed. Black yeah. market. Not only that, they're not. Are closed. you buying from like? I a bought mule? it from John. Are these mule dogs? John mule. sold it to me. Yeah, yeah like are they getting paid because they're breeding them? Breeding. 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 She likes the fried chicken too. She's talking about breading already. <laughs> no, are, are you breading your dog? Buying, you're buying the bad dogs. No. The bad dogs. He's buying one from a breeder. I'm Breeders are adopting. actually good dogs. No, yeah, how many times adopting. were they bred? Huh? How many times were they bred? Are they, you keep breeding the them. It's the not one I'm good. buying is about four weeks old. It hasn't been bred at all. <laughs> yeah, how about the mother? The mother. I don't know the mother. How about the mother? Oh, why can't I don't you know, I don't know the mother. The MSPCA. You're MSPCA. Horrible. Shame on you. I don't know the mother. <laughs> the mother was a mother. The father was a mother. Listen, real quick. I got to jump off this thing and get ready for the next. Oh, it's almost yeah, 10. I got to go oh, anyways, too. <laughs> Juliana's and talking in the background. I don't even know what she's saying. I see her. Saying. She's talking. I don't know what she's saying. I'm going to go put her to bed quick. 
Yeah. Good talking to you guys. Yo, yes. listen. We're going to do – so we're going to do – let's get together. I'm going to get a – John, send me your number in the, in, the, in the Facebook because we Facebook message. Send me your number. I'm going to get a group, little group text together between the four of us. I think the four of us will, will, be, will do a good beer tasting weekly thing. And that'll be a good that'll be a good episode. Maybe inform. Maybe we'll learn some fucking shit about beer that we don't know. Do a little research. Do a little. Everybody put. How about here's one. Everybody. I did a little research last say, night. I told you. I know you told me. Thirty billion dollars a year. Everybody send out the beer that they would like to try that week. And then we'll, and then we'll all have to get sure we can find yeah. it. I put mine in already, man. Naughty nurse, but oh, listen, yo, about oh, the naughty food nurse thing. is the shit. Listen about the food thing. What about like? I mean, is this not? This doesn't. This doesn't get like seen by like other people, right? This is gonna pretty soon. This is gonna get seen by a lot of people. Hey, look in the top left corner where it says recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I get you. Okay. Fucking Bob it, knows. Tell me where to look. Look so, up there to the left, boy. You talk. This will, this will be on all the all the po- all the major podcasts like Apple iTunes. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be uh, Instagram, IGTV. It'll be all over the place. Do you ever see that guy? Oh, lady, she's gonna have to start like wearing a, a clothes. Do you ever see that guy, Vic Mazzato, on clothes. Facebook? Is this address? Address, address, address. You guys. I've had this since kindergarten. No, it's not. I don't go to sleep. This is my sleeping dress. This is a sleep dress. <laughs> sleep the sad part is not. She Anywho. looks like, yo, where is Waldo? It's a comfy thing. It's <laughs> a true, true, true. Waldo. True story. There he is. She is. Anywho, where, where, where is can Waldo? I, um, She's Carmen Sandy. So are you on? <laughs> are What's you that? like, do you have Stop your own? flexing, bro. What are you I'm trying not. to like, uh, is, She is flexing. She's Boys flexing. Too. She was like, what's going on? Oh, at the gym? Nah, what are you on? Like, uh, no. What's that thing? Oh, what's that thing? I have poison it's over here. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, right. the um, iPod um, channel. Do you have a channel going yet or no? Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, text it to us so I can download. Yeah, I will. I will. Word. I haven't uploaded any episodes yet. I want to get a few, and then uh-huh. so I can consistently upload. And then once we get going, you know, I think I think if you guys have the time. We could do like a weekly thing with the, you know. Yeah. We could get the, we could get a couple beers. We could get, talk some shit, talk oh. some sports, talk I some. There she is. View in the back. Yeah, she's back there. <laughs> Disappeared. <laughs> Tommy's up. Oh, there's there. There's another one. Oh, look, they're like back up. Oh, look, you got oh. a whole squad behind you. Like mice. <laughs> um, but no, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good. Uh, I think it'll be a good I thing. You know what? Like- and my and my thing, my whole thing is, listen, if we could, like, have a little bit of fun, bring a little bit of value to somebody that, like, is thinking, man, I'd like, to, I'd like to learn a little bit about craft beer or, or what I should try or what, you know, I'd like to learn about how to make fucking fried chicken. Yeah, brother. Yo, hey. especially this fried chicken. Let me tell you, bro. <laughs> or you could do they one. Like, oh, did you, you see that video? Car? See, I did that video about, like, breaking down a whole chicken. Yeah. John, that's the seventeenth time John's tried to talk and fucking Dave over. over oh, really? <laughs> John, Yo, you gonna... need to get headphones. John, you need headphones. I'll get. I'll, then, I'll get then you can. Then you can trump. Then you can trump. 
No, I'm just saying, um, I, you know, I've been on the road so much and uh, throughout my whole career, and I was like, you know, I would like to just hear adults talk. It would be nice to hear yeah. Oh, And this is cool because it does that, and, and people are so starved for human interaction now that yep. I think that they would just love to hear some, some people just talking about, you know, radio anything. We are. Yeah, especially ones that are stuck home with their kids all the time. Like, I want to hear some adult interaction. And you know what the cool put thing is? 10 pounds. Yeah. Not lying. You know what the cool thing is, John? Even you once mean, you get back on the road, you got a fucking phone that you can still do an episode from wherever you are, whatever yeah. locality you're at, whatever the, the brew is in that place. Part of the show. Yeah. Heck yeah, man. I'll be all about it. Sounds it's good. I'm cool. I, I travel yeah, some he, as places, man. We can, we can have some good material. Yeah. Yeah. You get, yeah. Like you said, some local town brew. Town brew. Yeah. They, might, they oh, might not be able to find it anywhere else. Uh, we got a brewery they just built, Bob. The New Milford one right here. Who's the tonic? The Who's the tonic brewery? Yeah, they just built like it's it's like not we even got, a year old. We got about we got about fifteen right here. I don't know if they're oh, open. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but literally. once they are open, you could go do an on location podcast from there, Dave. <laughs> he says I'll go there. <laughs> All right, I got ten minutes before the next one, Bob. You're on the next one. Okay. All right, guys. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Easy, guys. I'll talk to you guys. Peace. Bye now.